gusto ko sabihin sa inyo, it's the best time to go into farming because wala tayong kalaban na importation. However, even as you are excited to go into farming, ang problema ko sa farming, farming has bankrupt many people. And so, I would like to help you understand it a little. So, ang title ko, The Business Called Farming. Because one of the things na kailangan ko maintindihan ninyo, farming is really a business. Some, many people, ang tingin lang na sa farming is growing crops. And I really believe that's one of the reasons why we fail. Because we, we just feel it's growing crops. So let me just give you a little background again of myself uh, para doon sa hindi nakakilala sa hindi nakaintindi sa background ko. In 1998, I moved my family to Bukidnon and ang una naming farm ito. Now, if you if you if you if people come to Bukidnon, sabihin na parati ang ganda ng Bukidnon, all green. And I always tell people, pag yan ang itsura ng maganda, I'll tell you ang pangit ng Bukidnon kasi puro pugol. So when we bought our farm kasi wala kaming tra and we're not from the place, yan ang nabili kong farm. Puro yan kugon. And kugon is a symbol of desolation. And, and ang ibig sabihin ng kugon, walang tutubo sa lugar na puro kugon. Ang kugon, pag pinutol mo, sinunog mo, kugon ulit ang lalabas. After 22 years, um, this is now the picture of our farm. We have actually reforested it. Meron na kami forest sa, sa, sa farm namin. Napalitan na namin siya. And ang, ang laman ng farm namin, I, I grow hogs for Monterey. I I believe I'm one of the biggest lettuce farm in the, in in the country. Yeah. Uh, karamihan ng lettuce farm maliliit and they consolidate. Kami um ang farm namin is one big farm and we just use the waste ng babuyan to to have this lettuce operation and then I always I I I use whatever we earn to continue to invest in other things. I believe we're one of the biggest a sheep and goat farm in Mindanao, not in the Philippines. Kasi sa, sa, sa Luzon, mas maraming mas malaki sa amin. Um, I continue to build my forest. And ang uniqueness namin is we never borrowed money. When we started the piggery, we did borrow money from the family of my wife. But all of this, wala kami hiniram na pera. Bakit kami hindi humiram ng pera? I came from the corporate world. Eh. I used to work for Hewlett-Packard. And I really believe, paglalagyan mo ang pera ang negosyo, bibilis laki niyan. However, hindi kami makahiram for a number of reasons. The first reason is, wala kaming pera when we came to Bukidnon. And so wala kaming pang-collateral if, if I want to borrow money. And the other reason is, walang mag-guarantee, wala kaming kamag-anak eh. So all, this, all the things that you've seen were really grown organically. I mean, ang ibig sabihin, pinalakin lang namin yan based sa kita. And yun ang gusto ko sanang explain sa inyo, matutungan ko yun, give you a better understanding, paano ba pakitain ng farming, or na, na, hindi pala, because I, I, I will not go there. Paintindi pa, pa, ko lang sa inyo kung ano ba ang farming. So let me now go to the, to the text that I prepared. May tanong ako sa ah, I, I, I really believe that the purpose you choose to pursue in life will determine how you live and how you do your business. Ito ang bagay na nagpahirap sa akin noon and yet ito rin ang nagpaginhawa sa buhay ko. Nung mali yung purpose na pinili ko, nagkalugi-lugi kami. Pero nagbago yung purpose ko, nung nagbago yung purpose ko, nag-improve yung farm. Let me explain ha. So I'd like to ask some of you, bakit nyo ba gusto mag-farm? When you go into farming, ano ang hinuhope nyo mangyari sa farming? 
Uh, since most of you are muted, let me just share with you kung ano yung mga sinasabi ng ibang tao. They want the farm to be a second profession. Anong second profession? You were an executive before. Ayaw mo na maging executive, nakapagod. So, yung sabi mo, I'd like to go into, far into farming para mas relax. Now, you have, yun, yun ang pinaka-delikado na mindset because farming is one of the most difficult business that I have seen. Hindi siya para pang-relax na tao. At least pag nagsisimula ka. Pang-relax siya pag na-establish mo na mabuti. Meaning, you, you saw, you saw, uh, you, you saw the transition namin. Galing sa kugunan, papunta sa forest. Now my life is a little relaxed. When we started, it was not relaxed. And ang farming, pag, pag pinasok mo na sa second profession, malakas ububus ng pera yan. And so concerned ako sa maraming tao, naka-retire, OFW, nagbumalik dito, and then they believe because they have a lot of money, pasok sila sa farming, na ubus yung pera nila. And, 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 and to start farming with a lot of money is very, very dangerous. Some naman would say, Ah, to go into, far, into farming. Ganyan, uh, 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 nag-retar para mag-relax. And then mamaya, ang nangyari sa farming niya, hindi kumita. So sabihin nila, no, hobby ko lang yan. And I always tell them, ang mahal naman ang hobby mo. Because farming, ang lakas mag-drain ng resources. But then most people know, why do you want to do business? Most of you would like to go to the farm to earn. The reason why you want to earn is so that you can spend. So what I'd like to do now is to help is to is to help set proper expectation. Ano ba talaga ang farming? Meron akong tanong sa inyo. If you were to choose what to grow, okay? Kangkong or lettuce? Ano ang pipiliin niyo? Anong tingin niyo? If you are to choose kangkong or lettuce, you know both of you will choose lettuce. Kasi ang kangkong 60 pesos lang yan. 60 pesos per kilo yan. At saka there's no glory in kangkong. Ang lettuce naman, on the other hand, at least sa bukid noon sa amin, 180 per kilo. Sa Manila, that goes to 300. So you'd say, I'd like to go to lettuce. Mas social pa yan. Mas maganda pa ang, mas maganda ang presyo. I'd, I'd like to go back to this idea mamaya. We will talk close to this. Mas maganda ba ang kangkong o lettuce? When people go into farming, ito parati lang tanong. Ano bang magandang itanim? You know, I hope you will forgive me if I say, whenever people ask me this, I get very, very irritated. The reason why I get very irritated, kasi ang tinatanong talaga nila, ano bang magandang itanim na sigurado ang kita? Hindi sila gusto pumasok sa farming. Nagahanap sila ng magandang kita. The reason why they ask me, ano bang magandang itanim, Kasi ang, ang gusto nila, yung sigurado. For you to appreciate that question, let me share with you a story of a boy who came to me many years ago. I think he came to me mga 2004. The boy just graduated sa MBA. Mayaman. Mayaman yung bata. And when he came, he was with my friend, nakaklase niya sa MBA. Yung kaibigan ko naman was a general manager of, of a pharmaceutical company. And when the boy came, sabi ko sa kanila, oh, why are you here? Why are you in Bukidon? Sabi niya, we'd like to see your operation. I, during the time, I was growing iceberg lettuce for McDonald's. 
And they heard that I'm the biggest lettuce supplier of McDonald's. So I'd like to check your operation. So sabi ko, bakit? Ano ba ang balak nyo itanim? Sabi niya sa akin, iceberg ho. Iceberg lettuce. Sabi ko, saan ka magtatanim? Sa Tagaytay ho. So immediately sabi ko, do you know that iceberg lettuce will not grow in Tagaytay? Sa sabi niya, listen to this, sabi niya, o nga ho, yun ang narinig namin sa expert. And we'd like to prove them wrong. And you know, I was really taken aback. Sabi niya, they'd like to prove the expert wrong. So ginawa ko, I brought them to the farm. I explained to them yung ugali ng iceberg lettuce. Ang sabi ko sa kanila, iceberg lettuce need temperature swing in order to boil. Anong temperature swing? 24 degrees. Lunchtime, 12 to 14 degrees. During dawn, So it needs that swing. All these, all these crops, na mga high value crops, lettuce, broccoli, cauliflower, these high value crops, they, 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 they want cold places. Dapat nags hindi lang cold places because tagaytay is cold. Gusto nila nags swing yung temperature. So I explained that there was showing them you need this place, and I was telling them bakit kami na kabal maski we are only half the the half the height. And then when we finally come home, came home, we had we had lunch. Sabi ko sa kanya, kasi nag-greenhouse eh, naka-hydroponics. Sabi ko sa kanya, you know, sayang naman yung greenhouse mo. Can you change your crop? I suggest tomato or bell pepper. Kasi tomato and bell pepper can tolerate hotter places. The boy just stayed quiet. And my friend, when he stayed over, sabi niya sa akin, don't he cannot change anymore. Kasi nag-invest na siya ng 10 million pesos in a one-hectare farm. And I was really shocked. During that time, I had 19 hectares planted with iceberg. And wala pang 5 million investment namin. And so the boy tried. The boy tried proving the expert wrong. Around 5 years ago or 8 years ago, I got a chance to visit Tagaytay. And in one of the one of the farms that binisikita namin, the owner was very proud. Sabi niya, "Dong nakabila ko murang murang greenhouse material." And so I asked Nino, and he mentioned the name of the boy, the boy who'd like to prove all of us wrong. Now, why am I saying this? Because you have to understand, hindi ka dapat magtanong ano magandang itanim. Dapat itanong mo, tanong mo ano ang pwede sa akin. There was also one time naman, uh, kaibigan ko si Secretary Alcala, the DA Secretary of Pinoy. I met, kaibigan ko na siya, even became, he became a secretary. He came here. And then, tanong niya sa akin, doon ano tinatanim mo? Sabi ko, iceberg lettuce. So. Tapos sabi niya sa akin, pwede mo bang turuan lahat ng Pilipino magtanim ng iceberg lettuce? Kasi mukhang maganda kita niyan. Sabi ko, hindi ko pwede. Kasi hindi ko tumutubo yan sa mainit na lugar. So even if I tell you ano magandang itanim, kung hindi bagay sa lugar mo yan, you have to understand, naghahanap yan ng bagay na lugar. So ito ang parating tinatunong. All of you are asking this, ano magandang patubuin, ano magandang uh, itanim, kasi naghahanap kayo ng sigurado na. Let me now explain to you my principle on how to decide a business. If, if you have heard me at any point in your life, I use Genesis 1.28 to explain business. This is the verse that changed my life. 
Why did it change my life? Because it gave me a new purpose. Before I understood this verse, ang purpose ko lang, kumita. Para gumagawin yung hawa buhay ng pamilya ko. In, uh, I, I've been reading the Bible as a business book. And then, mga four years in bukid nun, sabi ko kay God, Lord, wala kami parating pera. Can you help me? Tell me what I should do. And, and, and when I asked that, God explained this phrase to me in a special way. When I saw the, idea, the, the, the phrase, be fruitful, not to many of you, akala nyo to be fruitful means to have many children. Ako, when I saw that, you know I'm an engineer eh. As an engineer, hindi ako natutuwa kung sasabihin mo sa akin paano magtanim. Gusto ko maintindihan ano nangyayari sa tanim pag may ginawa ako. So I studied the plant in all its detail. When I saw the idea of be fruitful, yun ang nakikita ko hindi bata. Instead, ang nakita ko tanim of how it grew from a seed and then it became a fruitful tree. And I realized when God said be fruitful, He was giving us a model of how we should do things. When I say do things, how to do business, how to farm, to be fruitful is a universal concept. And to be fruitful means to have more than enough para maski mamigay ka, okay lang. Would you like to have a life like that? Alam mo, mamimigay ka, hindi ka natatakot kasi may sobra pa marami. You know, ganun ang gusto na buhay ni God sa atin. Now, meron akong tanong sa inyo. Ang mga farmers ba natin ganun? Ang mga farmers ba natin excited mamigay kasi marami pa sa loob? Ang totoo, hindi. Ang farmers natin, they're the one excited na pinaglilimusan sila kasi parating kulang. So there's something wrong in the way we've been farming. In fact, there's something wrong in the way we have been doing business. But let me explain to you what I discovered sa idea of be fruitful. You know, the plant starts life from a very, very simple seed. I don't know if you've seen a seed. May say, lagay na natin. This is, this is the, the seed of a bean. And in the seed are two simple things. The embryo, which is the living plant. And then the endosperm, which is the food of the plant. And do you know that that is enough for this plant, for this plant to start its life? Ganyan kaliit nagsimula. And most of you, gusto nyo, pag nag-farming kayo, gusto nyo malakihan kaagad. If we follow the ways of the Lord, ang ibibigay niya sa atin, seed. Hindi siya magbibigay ng puno sa atin. And I'll explain bakit. But let me help you understand something about seeds. Every seed has the potential to become fruitful. Ulitin ko ha. Every seed has the potential to become fruitful. Maski may sira yung seed, as long as it is able to germinate, pwede yan maging fruitful. Okay? Kasi wala yan sa seed. Ulitin ko, basta maka-germinate, wala yan sa seed. Nasa pagpalaki yan ng seed. Okay? So anong ibig ko sabihin? Kanina ay kanina people would ask no. Ano bang mas ano bang magandang itanim? Mas maganda ba kangkong o o peach o, o lettuce? Every seed has a potential to become fruitful. Pwede kang yumaman either kangkong or lettuce. So maski anong piliin mo pwede. However, I also need you to understand that for the seed to become fruitful, you must plant it in the right place and grow it in the proper way. What do I mean? 
Have you ever heard of mango fruits from California? Nakarinig na kayo ng ganon? Mango galing California. You will never hear mango galing sa California. Meron mango galing sa Florida. Kasi ang mangga, tinatanim yan sa mainit na lugar. And normally in tropical climates katulad sa atin. Ano ang mangyayari sa mango seed pag itanim mo sa California? Maybe tutubo, pero never mamumunga yan. On the other hand, can you grow apple trees apple uh, apple trees in the Philippines? You know, I tried that. Eh. One day, a friend gave me a Fuji apple. Ang sarap ng apple galing Japan. And so my my farmer kept the seed. Tinanim namin. Sampung taon na. Hirap na hirap tumubo yung apple tree. So I think two, a year, last year or two years ago, pinatay ko. Kasi kawawa naman yung tree. So anong ibig sabihin? Lahat ng tanim namimili ng tamang lugar. Namimili rin siya ng tamang alaga. So yun ang importante. So this person who decided to prove the expert wrong, na nagtayo siya ng hydroponic farm sa Tagay, you know, he did not understand farming. Farming is not about the crops. Okay? Farming is about uh, putting the right thing in the right place and growing it properly. And then, because of that, because of that, going to the seed, I need you to understand what you have is a clue to what God wants you to do. You know, many people have gone to Similia and I always tell them, ano bang meron ka? However, many of them would say, Dong, ayoko yung meron ako eh. In fact, I have this friend. You know, they own 80 hectares in Quezon province. And kwan daw siya noon, um, uh, isdaan, pero ang layo, they live in Manila eh. And so while, because they have money, they insisted on investing in Bulacan, investing in Pampanga, they went to chicken, they went to vegetable. Alam mo, God has decided where He will bless you. Ang problema sa atin sa Pilipino, tayo namimili. Ako, si God ang namimili. Parang today, why do I grow lettuce? Is it because gusto ko ng lettuce? You know, we have a foundation called Similia sa Kinabuhi. They grow pechay. And minsan, ingit na ingit ako sa kanila. They can grow 1.5 tons of pechay at their peak. 1.5 tons a week. At 30 pesos, do you know how much how much that is? That is 45,000 pesos a week. Okay? Pag maganda lahat. I grow iceberg lettuce. Ang presyo niya, 120. Yung isa ha, presyo, 30. Kaso lang, sa iceberg, 200 lang ang kakain. So ang tanong, ano mas maganda? 1.5 tons at 30 pesos o 200 kilos at 120 pesos? Eh, 25,000 lang yun. Okay? Kaya lang ako nakalitos kasi hindi ko kaya mag-grow ng pechay. So you have, if, you, if you will ask me, ano magandang itanim, I have to ask you, nasan ka? And so, so yun ang tapat itanong ng tao. You know, most of us, when we go into business, ito sinusunod natin. Do you like Stephen Covey? I'm sure you do. I'm sure many of you have been, have been reading his book, Stephen Covey. And it always says, begin with the end in mind. Ako naman, I'm different from Stephen Covey. I always say, begin with what you have. So one day, some, some person, some, someone asked me, 
Ibig mong sabihin, Dong, hindi ka agree, hindi ka naniniwala sa sinasabi ni Stephen Covey? Sabi ko, hindi naman. I don't disagree with him. Feeling ko lang kulang. Kasi, you say, begin with an end in mind, but never forget what you have and where you are from. To me, in business, yan ang pinaka-importante. Never forget what you have and where you are from. Let me share with you a story of a friend of my daughter. A number of years ago, meron dumating siyang kaibigan na nagdala ng kaibigan. And yung kaibigan ng kaibigan ng anak ko, they were from a small town in papuntang Valencia, that's in Bukidnon. And they were telling me that the father owns the biggest grocery store in their town. It's not big, but they're the biggest. So I asked them, who will take over the business of your father? Sabi na sa akin, wala ho. Sabi ko, bet wala naman. Sabi lang, gulo na ng negosyo ng tatay ko eh. Daming nakawan, hirap, hirap kausapin ng mga tao, tapos hindi siya madumi siya, hindi siya, alam mo, hindi siya social o hindi siya presentable. So sabi ko sa akin lang, so what are you doing now? Sabi, we all have our own businesses in the same town. So I asked, so saan nyo kinuha yung pera para magtayo ng negosyo? Saan nila kinuha yung pera? Doon sa grocery ng tatay nila? Can you imagine tumatakbo, gumag, tumatakbo din yung grocery ng tatay nila? Kaso ayaw nila. You know, in life, you have to accept that God has blessed you already. Meron na. And to me, this is, this is often why I feel sad with my, my, my friends the OFW. Ako, I wish they would all go home. And many of them left only because they did not like what they have. You know, dito sa Bukidnon, I always talk to people sa Bukidnon. We have this training sa farming. And many of these farmers would like to go to Manila. And I always tell them, don't go to Manila. Stay here. Sabi ko, ba't bang maganda sa Manila? Ba't bang niyo gusto sa Manila? Because they feel baka may chamba. Maybe their fortune is waiting for them doon. So I asked them, sa Manila, ano tawag sa'yo? Ang taga-probinsya na farmer, pumunta ng Manila, anong tawag sa kanila? Alila. Laborer. Saan sila nakatira? Sa squatter. Sa Bukidon, ano tawag sa kanila? Landowner. Sabihin lang, pero mahirap trabaho, mainit eh. Sabi ko, pero trabaho mo 8 to 10 hours. Ang isang alila, ano ang, gaano katagal magtrabaho? 24-7. So one of the things I really need you to understand, do not begin with the end in mind. It would be nice to imagine what will happen when you take care of your farm. But I will always begin with what I have already. The only problem is you must want what you have. Will you, rem will you remember that? We need to want what we have in order to have a better life. Tanggapin mo na ito ang para sa'yo. You know, many years ago, I brought a very close friend to our farm. He was a, from a Bible study group in, 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 in Victory Church, in Victory Fellowship Church, uh, sa, sa uh, Victory Christian Fellowship sa Manila, and they came here 30 sila. And when I was bringing them to the farm, we were going through a rough road. 
alam mo yung kalye namin, yung farm namin is only 30 kilometers away from the house. But it takes me an hour or more to get there. And so when, 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 when we were driving, sabi niya sa akin, pare, ba't naman ito binili mong farm? Ang layo, ang pangit, ang hirap puntahan, ang layo sa city. Do you know what I told him? Sabi ko, pare, ito lang bigay ni God sa akin eh. The only choice I have is pagyamanin siya. Umaman din naman eh. Pero I have to decide. I have to, I have to accept. Ito ang binigay ni God sa akin. So hindi ako pwede mamili ng itatanim. Ang itatanim ko dyan, yung bagay dyan. Do not prove the expert wrong. A few months ago, I went to Sambuanga. And I received the same question. Sabi niya, Sir Dong, can we, can we not plant lettuce in Sambuanga? Sabi ko, ang init ninyo, hindi kaya. Tapos ako, bakit hindi natin i-greenhouse? Pagyan natin ng aircon. Sabi ko, alam mo, ang mahal-mahal. Tapos, nasabi nila, you know, we'd like to try it. So I told them, even the expert was not able to do it. Kung kaya yan, ginawa na yan ng expert. So, so, so do not ask ano ang maganda. Ask yourself, ano ang bagay sa lugar nyo. Most of you know that I also teach things about business, but I use farming as my medium. And I would say this, entrepreneurs do not wait for opportunities to come. They create them from the things they have in their hands. Ako, I feel sad. Many of my OFW friends will always ask, saan ba maganda mag-invest ng, ng negosyo? Marami nagtatanong sa mga millennial, saan ba pwede ko lagay pera ko nakikita? Alam mo, there's no such thing eh. So today, no, mahilig pa ang mga tao, uh, crowd financing. Um, and then nakita ko one time, sabi nila, the only, the only thing the farmer need are finances. Alam mo, hindi totoo yun. Ang dami ng tulong ng gobyerno. Okay? The reason why farmers fail is because hindi sila entrepreneur. If, for you, if you want to succeed as a farmer, you must act like an entrepreneur. And so, explainan ko kayo ngayon. So, dapat ang tanong, anong meron ako? And nasaan ako? So, ulitin ko, do not ask, ano bang magandang itanim? Ang tanong mo, ano bang meron ako and nasaan ako? Like for example, I wish I could, I could grow palm trees because there's a good, they're a good source of, of oil. However, I will never plant palm, palm trees. Bakit? Ang layo ko sa refinery. It would, I would spend a lot to bring it to the refinery. So I did not do that. Okay? In the past, I used to sell lettuce for McDonald's. Today, I've stopped. I don't sell, I don't sell to Manila. Because in the past, when they were buying from us, there, was, there were reefer vans na nakaset up. Uh, the ships were ready for that. When they stopped buying uh, lettuce from Bukidnon, nawala yun. Nawala yung shipping, nawala yung reefer van. So it would be very expensive for me to grow iceberg lettuce and ship to Manila. I have a lot of friends who'd ask, can you ship? I said, no, I don't like. And they would insist. Sabihin ko sa kanila, subukan natin. Ilalagay ko sa karton yan, papadala ko sa aeroplano yan, and tingnan mo kung ano mangyayari. Pagdating sa Manila, bugbog yung lettuce. So, ang laki ng losses. So, I plant lettuce, but I only now plant lettuce for Bukidnon 
and for Cagayan de Oro. My market is now smaller, but I like my market kasi cash ako. Dati, sa McDonald's, meron akong account receivable and it takes me like two months to collect. Okay, today, wala akong receivable. My, my business is smaller, but it has better returns. So, ang tanong nyo dapat, anong meron ako and nasaan ako? And I want you to understand, the first thing that you should do is to feed your neighbors. Let me share with you another story. One day, there was this, um, there was this dentist who went into hydrophonic farming sa Tagaytay. And then, sabi niya, he was doing well initially. Sabi ko, saan ka nabibenta? Sabi niya, si Italiani, sa Fridays. And then as we chatted longer, he started to share yung frustration niya. Sabi niya sa akin, nakaka-visit lang tong Italianis, Fridays, kasi they can always remove you anytime. Tapos sabi ko sa kanya, kasi ang dami niyo nagbibenta sa kanila eh. They can, so therefore, they are the boss. They can remove you anytime. Alam mo, sabi ko sa kanya, pwede hindi mo nagbenta lettuce mo sa, sa, sa subdivision ninyo. Kasi kakain din naman ng lettuce yun. Okay? And he did that. And had better returns. So when you go into farming, ask, ano bang meron ako and nasan ako? Kasi naga, may bagay yan na produktong ipa-farm. And when you now decide, when you now decide kung ano ang itatanim mo, kung ano sisimulan mo, I need you to understand if God wants you to be fruitful, Merong dinadaan ng proseso ang tanim. First, it will establish its roots. Then, it will establish its roots. And then, in the proper time, namumunga siya. So, ito rin ang problema ng maraming farmer. Nagahanap siya ng namumunga na. Kaya karamihan ng tao, ang tanong nila, saan ba maganda i-invest yung pera ko? Yung bang babalik na kagad sa akin? And they don't want to go through the process of establishing your roots, taking care of your shoots, para mamunga. Gusto natin parate shortcut. I need you to understand, when God gives you a business, He gives you a seed. So magsisimula tayo dun sa simula. Walang negosyo na namumunga na. And the reason why frustrating ang farming is because ang tagal niyang mamunga. Pero the reason why rewarding and farming, pag namunga yan, hindi marunong huminto yan. Pero you have to take time. You have to wait for the time. Let me explain this principle to you. Sabi dito, a good tree cannot produce bad fruit. A bad tree produce good fruit. I'm sure all of you wants to have good fruit. Tama ba yun? So ang tanong ko, if you want to have a lot of good fruits, what should you have? Many of you will say, a good tree. How do you have a good tree? Many of you will say, let us look for a good tree to plant. Problema na ako doon. Bakit? Because if it's a good tree, ang tanong ko, ibibenta ba yan ng may-ari? Ang sagot, hindi. Kasi maski bayaran mo yan, sasabihin sa'yo ng may-ari, matagal magumawa ng good tree. 
So that so you don't grow, you don't look for a good tree to, to plant. You grow your own tree. So therefore, in farming, you have to understand that you have to grow your farm. You cannot look for a farm na sabi mo, o oh, sige, bibiliin ko na yan. One day may nagtanong sa akin, oh, nag-contract, sabi niya, Dong, I'm looking for a farm. Can you look can you look for a farm that's already productive? So sabi ko siya, pare, kung productive na, bet naman yung ibibenta sa'yo. So ang binibenta lang, ang binibenta lang, masag- masagawang farm. And then many people today, they want to go into business by buying another business. So my question is, yung negosyo maganda, binibenta ba yan? Alam mo, walang negosyo maganda na binibenta. Ang binibenta, may problema na negosyo. Now, when you go naman into franchising, franchising is like tumataya ka sa good tree. Pero ang tanong ko, magkano kita mo sa franchise? Ang laki ng investment, ang liit nung kita mo. Bakit? Because the owner of the good tree will not sell it to you eh. You are just taking part of his business. So you have to understand if you want to have a lot of good fruit, remember this, ha? you must be ready to grow a good tree. And only a good farmer can grow a good tree. I need you to understand something. And if you're taking note, please take note of this. Farming is not about the crop you grow. Farming is about the farmer who grows the crop and takes care of the farm. Why would one farm succeed and another fail? Both of them are planting lettuce or both of them are planting kangkong. So why would one farm fail and one would succeed? It's not the crop. It is the farmer. And then I have this friend. Nagpost siya sa isang grupo sa Viver. Sabi niya, looking for a good farm manager who knows how to grow vegetables, who knows how to take care of livestock, who knows how to develop the market, please send me your resume. Hindi ko masabi sa kanya. In my heart, I would tell, I would like to tell him, alam mo, kung magaling, kung ganyan yung tao na yan, magpa-farm siya sa sarili niya. So ito problema natin. Many of you would like to go into farming, pero gusto niyo iba magpa-farm. Pag iba magpa-farm, bakit, bakit siya, kung magaling, kung ganun siya kagaling, bakit siya magpa-farm for you? And some of you have gone into farming and you got very, very frustrated with your staff. Parang feeling nyo, linuloko kayo. Di ba kaya nga farmer siya eh? Kasi yan lang alam niya. So if you really want to profit, you must be a farmer. So ulitin ko ha, when you go into farming, you must be willing to be a farmer. Karamihan ng tao, ang tinatanong nila, where can I invest my money? Alam mo, I'd like to go into farming. And then I'd like to invest my money in a farm. And ang, ang dami ko nakita recently. Recently, there's this big farm asking people to invest. Ang lalaki ng perang in-invest. And grabe. And karamihan naman ng OFW na kaibigan ko, nag-invest. And then mamaya-maya, they complain na lugi. Hindi na bumalik. Bakit? Let me share with you another story. Many years ago, there was this OFW who visited me. And he just wanted my advice. So they decided to take a vacation sa Bukid noon. And in our conversation, sabi niya sa akin, 
meron no akong experience sa meron akong experience sa farming and sa business. Sa ko no experience mo. Sabi niya nag-invest ako sa isang farm sa Pampanga. And ang ganda ng setup. The owner have four buildings, it had four chicken farm, four chicken buildings. And bawat building may ibang may isang investor. So every person, so every person, uh, every investor uh, own, uh, owns parang the operation of one building. Ang usapan, may ari ang magpapatakbo. Sila mag-invest, hati sa kita. Is that good? I'd say it's good. I would love to have a business like that. Imagine, nag-park lang ako ng pera, hati kami sa kita. So tinanong ko siya, kamusta? Kumita ka? Sabi niya sa akin, first two years, so ang ganda. Ang ganda talaga. Balik yung pera. After four years, almost broke even. You understand anong sinabi niya? Almost broke even? Meaning yung in-invest siya nung simula, halos bumalik lang sa kanya. So I asked him, after that experience, what did you learn about business? Anong tingin niyo? What did he learn about business? Ano? Wala. Bakit? Hindi naman siya nagpatakbo ng farm eh. So I asked him, what did you learn about chicken? Wala rin. Hindi naman siya nagpatakbo ng farm eh. So ito problema ko. Some of you want to go into farming but you want to go in as investors. You are still not farmers. And I need you to understand, walang siguradong negosyo. Nobody can guarantee you a return for many reasons. I'll share some of the reasons mamaya. Nobody can guarantee you. And farming is very difficult. Even the financial experts will say there's no guarantee to anything. Many of you invested mutual funds, stock market, real estate. Ano nangyari? Kumikita ba yung investment nyo ngayon? Lahat kayo lugi because of calamity. Walang sigurado because we do not know what will happen. So yung 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 kaibigan ko na nag-invest, sabi ko, ano nangyari? Ano nangyari after four years? Nagsara. Tinamaan ho ng peste. Ubus pera namin. Di ba? If you're going into farming, do not put your money near other people. I will never invest in someone else. Bakit? Kasi hindi ko alam kung gano'n siya kagaling. Hindi ko alam um, kung totoo, kung, kung marunong siya sa farming. Like recently, there's this big company who, 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 who asked people to invest in their farm and laki ng mga return, 30% return in a year. Can I tell you the truth? There's no such thing. Okay? Hindi kaya mag-return ng 30% ang farm. Siguro, pag magandang maganda na, eh the farm, the farm na ininvestan niya, wala pang five years. So be careful when you start to do that. Now, let me continue to explain to you what you're going, what you are in going to invest into. There's this word agriculture. Do you know what it means? Agri means field. Culture means cultivate. I realize that farming is a model that God wants us to pursue when we are going to when in, in any business it's the best model bucket when god said when god told adam and eve to be fruitful in genesis 128 he did something for adam 
Sabi dito, The Lord God planted a garden toward the east in Eden, and there He placed the man He formed. God planted a garden for Adam. Sabi niya, I want you to be fruitful, so He gave him a garden. May tanong ako sa inyo. If God would plant a garden, would it be a good garden? I guess so. Would it be a perfect garden? I believe so. So when God placed man in that garden, what was he expecting man to do? Sabi niya sa 2.15, Then the Lord God took man and put him into the Garden of Eden to cultivate and keep it. You know, the first time I saw this, I was shocked. Ang shock ko, parang naguluhan ako. If God planted the garden and it is perfect, why, why, why did He ask man to cultivate and keep it? Why do you have to cultivate a perfect garden? The answer is found in another question. What will happen to a perfect garden if you do not cultivate and keep it, if you just continue to take from it? What will happen? The garden becomes like this. This was the picture of our first of the farm when we arrived. It was barren. It used to be a forest. Kaso lang the owner continued to take from it, hindi niya inalagaan. So it became barren. But what will happen to a barren garden if you cultivate it? The garden becomes like that. Some of you went to Manila, went abroad, did not take care of your farms because your farms were barren. Meaning, pinabayaan ng ninuno nyo, hindi nila inlagaan, wala nang lamang puno, so naging barren. They did not understand what agriculture means. Eh. Kala kasi natin, agriculture is just growing crops and animals. No, no, no. Agriculture is taking care of your garden. And I need you to understand the way to make a garden fruitful is that you cultivate and keep it. Cultivate and keep. Anong ibig sabihin? Trabahuin mo, alagaan mo. And the idea of keeping is you stay put. You know, 22 years in the making, yung farm namin, yung forest namin. And I, I just want you to understand, the first 10 years wasn't nice. My trees were not grown. Wala akong forest. We were struggling with money. And today, because I have a forest, I can grow a lot of, a lot, a lot of livestock. When I need to repair our building, I just get bamboo and, 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 and wood from the forest. I can grow chicken. I can grow many things. Why? Because the forest continued to give us food. Pero I had to cultivate and keep it. So yung lupa na feeling mo walang silbi, may silbi yan. If you are just willing to cultivate and keep it. I often ask people, ano ang kulang ng lupa para kumita? What will people say? Sabihin niyo puhunan. Some of you will say, tanim. Other people would say fertilizer. Walagay latin, bumili tayo, may puhunan tayo, bumili tayo ng fertilizer, bumili tayo ng tanim, dinagay natin sa gate ng lupa na yon. Magigibang productive yung lupa? Alam ba nyo kung ano ang kulang talaga ng lupa para maging productive o para maging profitable? Simple lang. 
taong mag-aalaga. When I say taong mag-aalaga, hindi yung taong magbabantay. Taong magtatrabaho, which means the owner. To cultivate means to improve through labor. Sabi ko sa inyo, every seed has a potential to become fruitful. So lahat ng lupa may potential. Every crop that you choose may potential. However, in order to make it profit, you need to improve that seed through labor. So para sa akin, agriculture means cultivated garden. It has been in the beginning and it is today. The way to profit, to have more than enough, is to cultivate and keep what you have. How did we grow our farm? Maski wala kaming pera. I would cultivate, I would protect, I will return the money, I will cultivate, I will protect, I will return the money. Kanina, I asked you, no? why do you want to farm? Para kumita, para may panggastos. Ako, I don't do that. Kumita, para mayroong pangpalaki ng farm. Eh, kailan tayo gagastos? Darating din yon. Darating yan sa tamang panahon. So I say this, there are no unproductive farms. Only unproductive farmers. The farm will succeed and fail not because of the crop you choose, but because of the farmer who takes care of it. You, you, are the, you are the key to the success of your farm. Hindi crops. Sabi ko sa inyo, the purpose you choose to pursue in life will determine how you live and how you do your business. <clears throat> so when you go into farming, tanongin nyo sarili nyo, bakit ko ba gusto mag-farm? Kung gusto mo magkaroon ng farm para kumita, you have to accept that matagal yan bago kumita. Pero the reason why I like a farm today, pag kumikita na yan, hindi yan marunong huminto. But you need to continue to cultivate and keep it. Okay. Let me just, I, 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 I will end here because of, uh, because this, this just things I want you to consider when you're going to farming. You know, ang, ang gagawin namin sa Similia, we will have follow-up uh, training webinars if you will support us sabi ng, sabi ng slide na to the purpose you choose to pursue in life will determine how you live and how you do your business so when you want to go into farming there are two things you need to learn or train on one you have to learn how to do business and then you have to learn how to farm so we we will be organizing a series of webinars uh, this is it's a nice opportunity today because I get I, I get the chance to reach out to more people, maski, uh, maski iba ibang lugar. So we will be doing this on June 11. We will do a training called How to Start a Business of Your Own. So ang pwede mag-attend na to hindi lang farming, okay? Maski ano because as I told you, lahat naman negosyo. But farming is not only about farming, it's also business. So we're doing this on June 11. And on June 18, I would like to share uh, ideas on how to start a farm from scratch. Maski wala kang pera. Okay, doon ako magaling. Magsimula ng walang pera. 
kung may pera kayo hindi ko hindi ko kaya so watch out for this training if you're interested we will we will offer this to the public pero this will be for a fina but hindi din siya mataas and dito sa starting a farm from scratch let me share with you some of the things i will teach you one i need you to know that monocropping will make you poor and the reason why many farmers are poor today because manaka monocrops sila ano ibig sabihin either mais o bigas why will monocropping make you poor kasi pag tinamaan ka ng bagyo nasira ang lahat ng bigas mo wala ka ng ibang pagkain so ko i believe in intercropping or, or or multiple crops so that you saw kanina yung picture i have I have a piggery, I have a lettuce farm, I have goats, I have sheep, and I have, today I have chicken also. No, bakit ko ginawa yan? It is to protect me. My times, my times hindi mabenta ang baboy. So, mabuti lang may gulay kami. My times, walang benta ang gulay. Mabuti na lang meron kaming kambing. So, in our farm, in order to survive and in order to continue to profit, I have multiple products inside. I have an integrated farm. And kanina nakita nyo, because I have an integrated farm, I use the waste of one to feed the other. Ang fertilizer namin, we don't use uh, commercial fertilizers sa uh, farm namin. I just use the, the manure of all my livestock. And then I, I will introduce you to the idea of the eight forms of capital. I need you to understand that in all businesses, all businesses requires eight forms of capital. And you will find dito sa picture na to, na money is just a small component of business. In order to succeed in business, you must develop intellectual capital, experiential capital, physical capital, spiritual capital, meaning values, social capital, which means your network, cultural capital, which means the local way of doing things. And you will notice, if you look at this, this, this picture, you will notice that most of the things we need in business cannot be bought. They can only be developed over time. And to me, time is a capital. You know, one time my upper, a person told me, Dong, ang bagal mong lumaki kasi ang hina, ayaw mo umutang eh. Alam mo, sabi ko sa kanya, hindi ako mabagal lumaki. Pero nagsimula ako sa piso. Mamaya-maya, yung piso ko naging dalawang piso. Yung dalawang piso ko naging apat na piso. Yung apat na piso ko naging walong piso. Do you understand that form, that, 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 at anong tawag dun sa growth rate na yan? It's exponential. So now, what's my capital? I use time to my advantage. Many people feel time is their enemy. So what do they do? They use money. And however, all the things you see, social, spiritual, natural, cannot be bought. They must be developed over time. And yun ang kailangan ko maintindan. When you're going into farming, you need to give it time. So I will also tell you dun sa seminar how to start a, a, a farm from scratch. When you're starting, do not leave your job. You need an income to eat as you grow your farm. And then, the other thing I, will, I need to tell you is calamities will come. Maraming farmers ang mahirap today because of COVID-19. Today, our farm is growing. We have a new business. We have, we, 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 we're, we're still growing in times of calamity because I built a resilient farm. I also need you to understand that, farming, that every business goes to stages of growth. 
first you grow your abilities, then you grow your sales network, and then in the proper time you profit. I will discuss this. I will discuss this demand in how to start a business of your own. And in every business, you need to respect the process. There is a process. Some people, I, I, I saw this in the internet. Sabi ng isang self-proclaimed expert in business. Sabi niya, patience cannot, is not a virtue today. And I feel sad. Bakit? Because there are things in nature that you cannot push or do you cannot force. When you force them, it will fight back. Masasaktan ka lang. So you need to respect the process. If if the first two training will be successful, yung starting a business from uh, starting a business of your own and starting a farm from scratch, we will do building a profitable business. We will do building a resilient farm. Why will I teach you how to build a resilient farm? Because that is the proper farm, a resilient farm. Anong resilient farm? Yung bang magso-survive maski may dumating na problema. And that's the reason why we have grown. We are a very resilient farm. And then I'll talk later, maybe in August, talk to you about practical entrepreneurship. And sabi ko sa inyo kanina, I told you, farming is not about the crop you grow, but about the farmer who grows it. In the same way, business is not about the product you sell, but about the entrepreneur who sells it. So uh, we will ready this to help people go in business. I'm hoping this will be our contribution to nation building as we try to recover from the COVID crisis. For those who want to know more, very quickly, I have a training with Randall Chongson. This is already on Friday. Ito naman is Creating Wealth and Managing Finances. It's a business training. I partner with Randall Chongson. Randall Chongson is the number one personal finance expert in the country. I'm not a financial person. I'm a business person. So in that seminar, I will teach you how to create wealth through business. And then Randall will teach you how to, pag kumita ka na, anong gagawin mo sa pera mo. Sana you will join us. Sana we, we can continue to contribute to what you are doing now. But let, let me go back. If you don't mind, let me go back to this question. What would you prefer to grow? Kangkong or lettuce? Let me show you a video that's a very, very interesting video. Okay, it's a video I saw in YouTube and you can go, go to that video later. But let me, go, let me show you the video that I'll come back and discuss the video with you as we, as we close very quickly. Noon, ang aming goal line na tinanim, yung kalabasa na puti, yung opo ba? Unti lang ang kita namin kasi yung mga gulay yan, kailangan ng malaking area ng lupa. Yung lupa namin, mga 1,500 lang square meter. Yun, pinalitan namin ang aming mga gulay. Focus kami sa Chinese tangkong. Kasi ang Chinese tangkong, hindi kailangan malaking lupa. Pagkatapos ng harvest, pwede na taniman ulit ang lupa. Basta malinis na sa damo. Ang palagi namin maharvest Tuwing araw, pag, mar pag maganda lang ang panahon, every day, six, 60 kilos, every day. Kumita kami na 100, 1,800. Dahil sa tanim namin na Chinese tangkong, limang anak, may, silang lahat, mayroong edukasyon. Kaming dalawa mag-asawa, tulong-tulong kaming dalawa sa 
pagtanim ng Chinese kangkong, kami rin ang nag nang binta sa palingki. Kasi mura lang dito, pag kunin dito ang aming Chinese kangkong, binti lang per kilo. Pag kami nang mag pag-asawa ang gumintahin sa palingki, mayroon na kaming additional income na 600. Pwede. Magmasyado ang maraming kupitin siya sa palingki. Pagdating namin, mayroon nang maraming tangkong. Ibahay-bahay eh, namin. Ilakpo namin sa bahay. Magintay yung tangkong. Kasi mayroon maraming putahe na gawin sa tangkong. Yung mga kapitbahay namin, ako nag Kuan ako nagbinta ako ng buto ng Chinese kangkong. Tinuruan ko paano magabuno para kumita sa sila. Paligaya naman kaming mag-asawa na mayroon naman silang income. Mayroon silang kumita rin sila. Hindi ako matakot sa kompetensya namin. Kasi yung quality ng aming tanim, maganda. Yung mga suki na naming mag-asawa sa palingki, maghintay sa amin. Kahit mayroon ng dumating na Chinese kangkong mauna ko sa amin, pero ayong mga soke ko sa palingki, maghintay sa amin dalawa. Kasi maganda ang, ang pag, pagkatali sa amin tangkong, one kilo, maganda, uh, mahusay pagkakawagawa. Yung pagkatanim ng gulay, mahirap. Sir, mahirap. Pag wala kang Si pag-atsaga, hindi ka umangat ng buhay kasi ang pagulay ay mahirap. Palagi tayong kuyat. <laughs> Kailangan sa farmer, marunong dumiskarte. Ana, may may otak din kayo pag paano pa mabilis ang iyong kita. Ana, tanim lang tanim, tanang kahit masira sa bagyo, tanim ulit. Hindi kayo ma hindi ma-discourage. Tanim, tanim lang ng tanim. Noon, pag magbinta ako ng gulay sa carbon, sa Cebu, akala ko lang, hanggang sa pangarap ko lang na ang aking anak maka, maka, ano ba, ma-enroll sa kaling, private school, yung malaking eskulahan sa Cebu, yung USGR College. Pero dahil sa Chinese Tangkong, natupad ang pangarap namin yung asawa ko. Kasi yung panganay ko na anak na-enroll ko sa private school sa USGR College. Gumaradit siya ng industrial engineer. Yung asawa sa aking anak, gustong may eskwela. Tinulungan namin. Ngayon, guro na. Public school, guro na. Yung pangatlo, ngayon, rumandit siya ng management accounting. USGF, Japan. Yung bunso ko, yung kambal. Ito, dalawa. Lahat silang dalawa ay graduate ng marine engineer. Salamat sa Panginoon na lahat na Pinangarap ko sa aking mga anak ay natupat. Akala ko lang noon, hanggang sa pangarap lang na makapagtapos ng pag-aaral ang aking mga anak. Kasi kami, elementary grade lang. Ya, akala mo ang elementary grade, ang, ang produkto namin mga anak. 
engineer. Mayroong marin. Mayroon pang management accounting. <laughs> Yan lang, pinaglaki, ipanaglaki ko. Basta kaya pa sa aming katawan, naming dalawa, ay patuloy pa rin kaming magtatanim ng Chinese tanko. So, ang tanong ko sa inyo, anong magandang itanim? Kangkong or lettuce? And still, some of you would say, lettuce. Can I give you the number of this lady? Can I give you his, her income? She only owns 1,500 square meter. And some of you own 2 hectares, 3 hectares, 5 hectares. The lady earns 1,800 a day. In 30 days, that is 54,000 pesos. Wala pang tax yan. Okay? Walang tax because linalako niya. She's not a proper, she's not a proper business. Uh, tawag dyan, di ba? Underground economy. But okay lang yan sa gobyerno. Now, she's earning 54,000 pesos. Kayo, how much are you earning as teachers? Now, ang tanong ko, marami rin naman nagtatanim ng kangkong, di ba? Bakit siya kaya niya mag-earn ng 54,000? Because wala sa kangkong yun eh. Nasa nagkakangkong yun. And sabi niya kanina, pag walang bibili, ilalako niya yun bahay-bahay. That just means she's an entrepreneur. She's not just a farmer. She is an entrepreneur. And that's the reason I'm telling you, farming is a business. If you want to really profit from farming, you must decide it is a business. Are you willing to do it as your business? Some of you may open a restaurant. It's the same thing. Siya sabi niya, mapupuyat ka. When you have a restaurant, mapupuyat ka rin naman, di ba? Gigising ka maaga para bumili ng murang mga, mga ingredients. Matutulog ka ng late. It's the same thing. Walang negosyong madali. Kung gusto mo madaling negosyo, hindi rin nagtatagal yun. So, I, I just use this lady as an example because I'd like to show you the potential of farming. Now, some of you would say, bakit siya hindi integrated? I don't know. I, I wish meron siyang baboy. Pa, bakit? Para pag hindi niya nabenta yung kangkong niya, makakain ng baboy. Pero she has a very small farm. But she's a very enterprising lady. And that one, I need you to understand. I am about to close so that we I, I, I can answer your questions kung meron kayong tanong. Noon. Ah, sorry, ha? Okay. I, I am in this. I have a Facebook page. I, I have a YouTube. I have a YouTube channel today where I share all my business principles. Um, I know some of you have been watching. Sana you would continue to share your, with your friends yung channel na yun because ang goal namin is to help people do business properly. Katulad ng sabi ni Lloyd, my dream is to see I, a fruitful country. And this is just my contribution. I'll never be in politics, but this is the way I contribute. Okay? Uh, I'm in LinkedIn. I'm also in Facebook. Okay? Um, and then some people have been asking me before, do I do consulting? And I say no. Ang rason, I did not have time before. Pero today, baka pwede na kasi wala na ako magawa. Wala na masyadong trabaho. Nobody can travel. So if you want me to consult with you, you just send me a, a message, a private message, and then we can talk about those things. If you're interested with the books I wrote, uh, you can buy them in Shopee. 
You can also buy them in Lazada ata. However, you can also buy them from Similia. Uh, contact Ryan Kagadas. Ang sigurang advantage lang namin, I can sign the book, I can make, give you a dedication. And then I suggest you, 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 buy the, you buy the set so para nagiging mura ang shipping. Ang shipping ata na papunta sa Manila is around 200 or 215 pesos. So pag, pag isang set siya nagmumura, so that's something you may want to do. I also have a, a Viber group called Keeper of His Garden. Where also it's a, it's a community where people share their principles about marrying the Bible into business. If you would like to join that, uh, you can send me a private note. Okay.